Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. It's Pleasant here um, with our author. We have two authors on the line today, yes? Yep. Both of us. Kaylee and Bridget. You're both there. Okay, cool. I saw one number and was like, I hope they're both there. Um, who are both naturopathic physicians and expert on natural therapies. I'm super excited to talk to you guys because I love my NDs here in Washington. Um, and every week I interview different incubated authors around the book process and writing and what the whole magical experience was like. Um, my book, Delight, Eight Principles for Living with Joy and Ease, came out in April 2016. And since then, I have just loved seeing what all the authors are doing and the books that are coming out. And it's been super fun to get to know some of you. So welcome to the show, Dr. Bridget. How, could, how do I pronounce your last name? Mc, McMonagall. McMonagall and Kaylee Borgie. Bourgeois. Bourgeois on the secret to a younger you. So welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Where are you guys? Where are you located? We're in Lake Oswego, Oregon, wow. near Portland. Wonderful. I have heard of that. So wonderful. <laughs> um, it's sort of a like a world away from Washington, D.C., where I live. So... <laughs> Kind of opposite. Um, okay, so talk to me about. I haven't done any interviews with two authors at once. So, um, just in terms of flow and answering questions, are you guys physically together right now? Yeah, so okay. it's pretty so easy. You guys, to... Awesome. I'll leave it up to you guys then, just in terms of flow and kind of figuring out who wants to answer what. Tell me how you guys came together to write this book and a little of your story. Yeah, so this is Kaylee. Um, so we work together here in private practice in Lake Oswego. Um, and we do all sorts of, you know, family care. A lot of what we do is ozone therapies and we offer cosmetic therapies. Um, and we've been doing it for a while and it just kind of felt natural, I think, to take the next step and write a book together. We were both really excited about it. And then how did you find out about um, the author incubator and Angela? What was that process like? Yeah, so Tammy Stacklehouse is a good friend of mm. ours. And so she wrote a book on um, coaching for fibromyalgia and fatigue. Actually, mm-hmm. she's written two books now, come to think of it. But, yeah, she mm-hmm. I, I remember she was so excited when she met um Angela, and then told us about it and just kind of fell into place. Okay, cool. So what happened then? You guys decide you're going to write this book, and tell me a little bit about the process. Did you know what you wanted to write about? Did you have a sense of, like, who this was going to be for? What was that process like? Well, we wanted to be able to educate people about what we do as naturopathic physicians so not just writing about we didn't want to write about just one topic we wanted to explain how many different symptoms can be traced back to improving digestion or minimizing stress or improving sleep 
And so by writing about cosmetic procedures, we might get someone's attention, and then we peppered the book with stories about patients that we've helped with food testing and digestive testing so that people knew there's a lot of things we can do to improve health other than just minimize fine lines and wrinkles and that they're all important. Okay. So what was the process like in terms of, was this, did you write this book to grow your business or grow your speaking practice or like what was the, um, for your patients in your office? Like tell me a little bit about that. I would say the main agenda for us is to educate people about safer ways uh, to get your health back. So um, if all we achieved out of this is helping people know there's less toxic ways to do things, I think that would be winning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's great to let people know that we're here and we're happy to help. Um, But if someone lives really far away and they just want to have a resource to ask providers in their area who might just like this, then that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so with two of you, tell me a little bit about the book writing process. So you didn't have any resistance to signing up, and you'd had a friend who referred you, so that seemed like a good fit for you guys. So sometimes people have a lot of resistance along the, the first part of the process or doubt, or they might change their book topic, but it sounds like it was pretty smooth for you guys. What then happened as you started to write? Well, actually, it's it's kind of funny because we began writing the book about a year prior, before we even really knew about the the program, um, and that didn't go smoothly. So we knew we wanted to kind of put the same message out. We um, we blocked out time. We went and tried to go away for a weekend and write, and we pretty much wrote not much. Um, so mm. after. Not getting anywhere. That's why it was so easy when we found out about this. Um, we figured, okay, we gave it a go for a full 12 months. We are no further ahead than where we were when we started out. So that's why we were easy, easily ready, I guess, to take the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was really a matter of having someone coach us on how to actually get it done. So what happened, what do you think the disconnect was there when you guys were on your own? What what was not working about that, do you think? Uh, we knew we knew the gist of the message we wanted to deliver, but we didn't have a clear outline. We didn't have, um, we weren't picturing that specific person that we were talking to, which Angela stresses and teaches so much. And I really yeah. think that was the mistake. Once we had that, mm. it was, it, we knew what by the end of the book we wanted an individual to know, and then we could work backward. Mm-hmm. So what about writer's block or any issues along the way there? How did the actual writing process go with you guys as well? I think it was overall pretty easy because we had deadlines, and I think we both respond well to having a timeline before when we were just trying to do something, you know, we have a busy practice, so it's hard to carve away time. But when somebody has a deadline for us, you know, we've gone to school for a long time, so we're used to taking exams and getting through classes. So I think that process worked well for us. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, at first, that first year before we started um, working with Angela, I figured that just knowing – that Bridget was relying on me to do my part. That would be enough for me to hold my <laughs> end of the bargain. But 
it was, you know, if she if she didn't get something written, I use that as an excuse for me to not get something written. So I think we needed a third party telling us what to do. Mm. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think what what about the cohort that you guys were in? Did, how was how did that process go for you guys having that shared space with other authors in transformation? Um, it was it was nice. There was one part of it where I think Angela went around and asked us questions and um, I can't quite remember now, but we were writing down goals and where we saw ourselves, I don't know, in five years or something. So it was, it was great to have some group brainstorming to see, you know, mm -hmm. why are we doing this and what is the point of all this? And so it was, it was interesting to hear other people's struggles and goals. Um, and I think it helped shape what we were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so you guys, I know you said that you were, when you were talking about, I'm going to go back to the topic just for a second, because I know that focus. So like when you have, like you guys are, are, have a wide range of expertise and experience. So how did you focus to decide on, I'm looking at your website, um, like decide on the secret to a younger you, the three month program, a natural facelift without Botox. That's the whole title of your book. Um, how did you guys hone in on that? Knowing like you have all this <laughs> information and knowledge and like looking at your website and all the things that you offer. Yeah, I can answer that. Um, so I think the way I looked at it, and I think that this was the same for Bridget was um, we were kind of thinking, okay, what, what do we offer that we think is amazing, but by and large, most of our patients don't know about, you know, what mm. do we think could offer a lot of benefit, but is the least understood. Um, we do a lot of injection therapies and IV therapies, and a lot of the time people know about that, they've read about that, but we had so many patients coming in, they're doing Botox and other cosmetic things, and they had no idea that you could do natural alternatives to those. So it seemed like best way to get information out there by targeting the one that people knew the least about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So do you envision more books? Like do you see other books on the other topics that you want to um, educate people on? Um, possibly. I mean, we do have a we do have a pretty busy practice, and our, our focus obviously is our current patients. So mm -hmm. we have to carve time and um, have a topic that would come up that we think would benefit people. Um, we've we've talked about potentially doing you know a series of different topics that we think would help people, um, but not not any time in the near near future. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with that said, the busy practice, I imagine you guys both have a lot going on in your life. When did you write? And when did you find time to write? And um, just tell a little about the specifics on the writing or the homework assignments. Well, we've both been in school for a very long time. So I don't think it was unusual to sit in coffee shops for hours and hours on end writing because mm -hmm. it's what we're doing. <laughs> so yeah. we do a little PTSD and studying in med school. But um, so we would meet um, for three, four hours on a Saturday and a Sunday, um, mm -hmm. sit in the coffee shop, stuff done. Um, okay. It was kind of fun. It reminded me of school and sometimes not fun because I wanted to be doing something else. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But there was an end in sight, and that really helped because we had a timeline, and we knew that it wasn't going to be a year of us doing it. Yeah, right. It was a once you had that in place, you could kind of move through it rather than it just being ongoing. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so now your is your your book is out now, right? In the um, when did your book come out? When was it published? Ooh, was that Novemberish? Yeah, I don't remember, but it's not with um, Morgan James hasn't published it yet. But we have some um, some of the book copies from um, the author copies. Oh, great. So it came, so now what? Like now you have the book out and tell me a little bit about life now that the book is out. What opportunities, what did you notice, what did you feel, what's this experience been like? Well, we're, we're doing um, seminars teaching doctors how to do the program to help them have a successful practice and help their patients. So uh, our next one is going to be in October um, so that's been really fun to have a seminar where we can pass on some of our some of our um, mm. practice secrets. Um, and so we plan to do more of those. And um, also, just like I said before, just continuing to educate people about what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, are you finding more opportunities now that you're a published author, or do you have do you go through any? Um, I guess like emotional experiences on the other side or finishing at all? Um, I feel like we're we're both pretty proud and happy that we, we did it since it's been a goal for each of us for quite a while. I would say for me personally, um, I feel like one of the biggest benefits was the connections we made with other authors and other professionals. Mm. Um, those people who were kind of in the world of healthcare and mental health, but also there were a lot of people doing business type things and they're great connections to have now all over the country and the world. Um, and I really mm-hmm. feel like that was a good amount of it for us. Yeah. I think that was my next question was like, what did you like looking back on the experience, what are the big moments or the big um, takeaways that, that you've had? And I'd love to hear from each of you separately on that. Um, I think, you know, not, you know, we went to med school, we didn't, work in a publishing company. So I think, um, you know, not only are we running a business, but we're also practicing medicine. So we didn't know, we never really were educated on the steps of writing a book and publishing and what to look for in contracts and stuff like that. So um, mm-hmm. it was a whole it was a whole new process. So being able to have someone kind of spoon feed us the, the steps and what to look out for and here's some options was really helpful. It didn't seem so overwhelming that way. I also think it was really great to have a network of other authors. So for anyone wanting to write a book, you know, having the opportunity to chat with other people who've done it before or at the same stage of the game as you, um, that was great. Not only because uh, you could troubleshoot together, but it was motivating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that there's so much. I think the way that Angela has designed the program is just so incredibly, like if you relax and don't have a lot of resistance to the structure and the format of the program, um, it really sets you up for success. You know, I mean, I think obviously like that's super intentional, but thinking about someone who's listening to this, who may be thinking about writing a book and not sure what the process is going to be like, I think working with someone who's, 
um, whose program has so many successful authors in so many ways, like it's kind of trusting the process. Um, tell me a little bit about what it was like to work with Angela. Did she give you guys some good coaching or mentorship or feedback along the way? Uh, I think one of, to me, one of Angela's skill sets is um, she sees through things very easily and can have a very concise response that makes sense. And so it's really helpful to work with people who um, can give you feedback and when you hear it, you know that it's right, uh, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So, mm -hmm. so she's quite good at... Um, clarifying and the coaching piece and it may not always be what you want to hear which um <laughs> sometimes sometimes it takes a couple of days and say oh she, she was right um but but i appreciate her i appreciate her bluntness i guess i will say yeah i think that um so i'm a yoga teacher and meditation teacher and um i found it very refreshing and um in some ways, I mean, it was just so the directness and the clarity and the strength from which she was coaching and mentoring along the way um, was just a whole new world for me <laughs> and something that I love in these conversations. We get to kind of talk about like how based on where you're coming from, how you can kind of absorb some of that. Um, but I think it's just fascinating in terms of the clarity and the directness. And just like you said, not, I mean, I think, you know, she talks all, all the time about servant's heart. And I think a lot of times this is where that shows up because when we get in the way, sometimes we're not as clear and direct with what, um, I don't want to say what we think the answer will be, but along the lines of, um, you know, really holding space for the person and being direct with how we think they're, that the book is going to best heal or that this is really going to get into the hands because as she always says, like it's not helpful if you don't finish because then you can't help people. Or if you write a book and you don't have an audience, it's not going to help people. Right. So I don't know. I just think that um, her style is unique in the coaching world and the mentoring world. And um I think it's an important part of the program, you know? Totally. So tell me a little bit about, um, at this point, thinking about sort of as we start to wrap up our interview, what, um, if someone's listening and they're thinking about doing the program or thinking about writing a book, what are some pros and cons or what, what kind of advice would you give them? Oh, um, I would say if you want to do it, you know, it's okay to look at the cons, but really focus on the pros. Get it done. That's It's worth doing it. It's, it's as challenging as it is, when you're done, you get to be really proud of what you did and you know you reached one of your goals. Um, I I would say I, I'm so happy we did it with a coach. I honestly, yeah. if someone has access to that, if they can do it, you know, don't wait a year. You know, if you want to try it on your own, if you really feel like you have the resources to do that, see how far you get in three months. If you're doing great, okay. Um, maybe, you know, they have more knowledge about publishing than we do. But otherwise, I, I wouldn't waste more than three months. You know, find Angela, find another coach, um, and get help doing it because it's worth it. Great. Any other tips? Um, I think it's... Um, 
you know, if it's, if it's something somebody really wants to do, they'll find a way to do it. And um, if you really want to make it work, you'll make it work. So if it takes a coach or not a coach, I think you can achieve whatever you, whatever you want if you put your mind to it. I do think that um, we may not have done this for like another 10 years you know, without <laughs> one. So um, we really needed, we really needed the timeline and the, and the outline and the guidance. Um, mm-hmm. So that was cool for us. Um, I don't know that we would have ever finished had we not had that. Mm, yeah. I think same. And I think that so many of us who ha- are multi-passionate and have a lot of, um, you know, our, we're service-based and we have so many ways that we can help and heal. Um, the ideas sometimes get in the way, right? Like you guys were saying a little bit in the earlier that in, earlier that you had a lot of ideas. Um, mm-hmm. So where, okay, so tell me a little now um, what you guys are focusing on. Tell me about your practice and where people can find you and work with you um, who are interested. Yeah, so um, we're just in downtown Lake Oswego, a little bit south of Portland, um, and we're just a family medical clinic. We do a lot of the standard care, but we we offer um, natural alternatives, you know, so that people can get off of prescription medications when appropriate, get nutritional IV therapies, um, have some skin rejuvenating injections other than filler and Botox, um, maybe with a whole lot of chemicals and preservatives. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think, Bridget? Anything? Yeah, I'd say you know we we focus on doing some offering some primary care. We're credentialed with some insurance companies, but what we a big part of our practice is um, offering regenerative and functional medicine. So really okay. trying to use cutting edge tech, cutting edge technology to deliver uh, really high quality care, and that can include mm-hmm. platelet injections and some different therapies. So that's been really fun to um, offer some services that are that can be hard to find in other places. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be teaching some other naturopaths. Did you say that? Doing some? Well, yeah. So it's medical. We we taught medical doctors, nurse practitioners, naturopaths about the uh, regenerative facial injections and hair rejuvenation injections. And our next seminar is in October. Um, and the information and sign up will be on our website pretty soon at lakeoswegohealth.com. Awesome. Um, and where can everyone find your book? Uh, right now at our office and on our website. And in the future, uh, we'll have to keep you posted. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on today and wish you the best of luck. Thank you for all that you're doing in your community with your book and with your patients and taking care of other people. Um, Healers and helpers and doctors are the best. So I'm deeply grateful for all the work that you guys do. Appreciate you. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Have a great afternoon. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.